Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast, or welcome to the podcast. This is Vibe with Pajas, or the Pajas podcast, as you guys would like to know. Today we have a special guest, but before we get into it, I just want to thank you guys all for tuning in today. Those of you who are brand new, welcome. This podcast is made especially for you. Genuine experiences, genuine people, and a genuine me, guys. All for college students, young adults, looking for their place in the world, and looking for different perspectives of life. So today, we have a gentleman with his name being Ryan, and I'll let him introduce himself in a second. Um, but he comes from Las Positas College and a former president of Phi Beta Lambda. We'll talk about that too. Um, but go ahead, Ryan. Tell us a little bit about you, your major, where you're at in life, anything you want to tell the audience to introduce yourself. Man, you know how to make somebody feel special. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, dude. See, this is, this is what I suck at during interviews when they go, tell us about yourself. Hey, okay, okay. And I'm like, okay, fine. Um, well, like Andrew said, mm-hmm. my name is Ryan. I'm 21, college student, just coming out of Las Vegas College. Mm-hmm. Hoping to transfer to Cal State East Bay nice, for nice. marketing. Um, I've had the pleasure of being uh, meeting Andrew through Phi Beta Lambda. Uh, one, of, one, of the, <laughs> one of the first times I always saw, every time we talk, I always talk about this. It was, uh, it was this one, it was a state conference. You know, a lot of schools go to this one place, compete against each other. Mm-hmm. It was the day of the award ceremony. Mm-hmm. And it started at 8. I wake up at nine because that's just the guy who I was, type of guy who I was. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to show up there whenever I want to. Um, and so I'm driving out and I see this other guy in a suit and a phone. And it's the classic, like, stressed businessman <laughs> just looking around. Oh, and I'm like, you. what are the odds he's, he's late to the conference too or late to the award show too? And uh-huh. I pull up. It's none other than Andrew. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you need a ride? He's like, yes, everybody left me. And like, everybody left me too. Let's go. And that's, uh, that was the start of our journey. Nice. nice. And, it's and been, a, I, what, a year, right? Like a full year now. Yeah, just, just about, actually. And, you know, during that car ride, you know, we were talking, mm-hmm. found out we had a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that car ride, we both said, next time we talk, we're both going to be presidents. Dude, that always, um, every time you say that, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like speaking into existence, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and next time we talk, sure enough, we're both presidents. And, yeah. you know, I really appreciate this guy. Mm-hmm. We've both been on this wave of sharing ideas, building off of each other. And a lot of stuff that I've done this year, I couldn't have done without this guy right here. Oh, so I it's uh, a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my yeah it's, it's throwing it right back <laughs> at you. Throwing it right back at you, man. No, yeah, no. Yeah. That story that you were telling me, and I I always think back, I would have never made it to the ceremony without you because I would <laughs> literally, like, my whole DVC, like, DVC, uh, we had, what, like, 40-something, 40 45 people. We took a... I think they took a bus there or Uber. Yeah. I forgot yeah. what. But, like... I didn't get a notification that morning. I didn't get anything. And like, I guess it was, yeah, it was my fault that I woke up late. I think I was staying <laughs> up late that night too afterwards. Just celebrating, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I wake up, I'm like, shit. So I like put on my clothes and everything. And like, literally, I'm a, on the brink of being like super stressed, punching a wall and everything. And by God, like Ryan shows up in his car, like, you're like, like, I remember you too. You were kind of like hella chill. You're just coming out of the and you're like looking at me like, yeah, this, like I, I thought to myself, I was like, dude, this guy might think like I'm hella crazy because you're just like hella chill walking and going out of your car and like, yeah, what's up? You know, like, it's like, hey, you know, I need to ride to the ceremony. Like, can you give me a ride? Sure. Yeah. Why not? And so journey started there we definitely we definitely spoke into existence that we become presidents one day mm-hmm. which we did and you know now we're done with our term after a whole year 
<laughs> Thank, thankfully, it's thankfully. it's been a year, man. Dude, okay. To be honest, though, like being president of Las Positas, like that was in itself, like not just a hardship. I mean, obviously, like that's a lot of blessings too. But like, it was definitely harder than me being president of DVC because one, we already had a foundation set up and everything. But from you, you led it from the ground up. I remember you guys kind of went to was it the spring conference was your first. Or fall. It was fall. Fall. It was fall, fall yeah, with, fall with our group. Fall, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was fall, and you had like four. And I keep telling you this, but you had four or five. Yeah, oh, that four was the two years ago, man. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the, who was the president again? Uh, Some guy with a turban. Ka- Carmen da- Dollywall. Okay. I, I, I might I'm probably butcher that name. <laughs> um, well, if he's hearing this. We apologize. I hope not. I hope not. Because if we talk any further, it's... Mm. It's not. It's not. It's not. Uh. But yeah, dude, I remember from you guys starting at four people to going to like, I don't know, 10 and then like, what, 20? And then what What did you guys like end up with at the at the conference? Uh, the last conference I went to? Uh, 20. 20. 20. It was a good solid 20. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody competed and stuff. Yeah. Everybody had that. their head straight. I remember that. And so I give you so much respect. So much props. No, that's what I admire about you as, as a president. And then you, t- you keep telling me every time we meet, I'm like, yeah. You know, like, Ryan always tells me, yeah, it was my officers. <laughs> and it was like, you know, it wasn't really me. It was more of my officers. But, like, you know, you being at, like, the top of the hierarchy and, like, leading things the way you did. And, like, you want to become president first to creating an organization at Las Positas that is now, hopefully, will last, you know, more many hopefully. more years. Not going to Not going to Dude, I, like, I highly admire you. For all the hard, hard work, that, because even what was that award you got from state? You got like the member of the year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. You got member that of was the year, a, exactly for always a huge going to the blessing, right? Or huh? always going to the conferences, always going attending the phone calls. Well, well, I mean, I thought it w- it was gonna bite me in the ass. Why? Because no, I mean the reasons why I got it um, mm. because literally every week almost. Uh, Dylan, I have much respect to Dylan Johnson, yeah. um, who who goes to DBC. Was your external? State too. But damn, oh, I swear to God, every week, uh-huh. hit him up, Dylan. I'm having trouble with this. Dylan, help me out with this. There, keep in mind, there's other five five other state officers, but for some reason, I just picked just Dylan, 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 Dylan. Dylan. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just to the rest of you guys, like every every time I needed help, I just I knew. Yeah. Because I, I, I find that there's, there's two types of leaders. And there's the leaders who, who think they, have, they know everything and mm. the leaders who know that they don't. Mm. Okay. And for me, I realized that one, I didn't know shit. Mm. So I couldn't be the first option. So I had to be, <laughs> I had to be the guy that didn't know anything. Okay. And I had to take that in stride. Mm. Um, because, you know, it, it, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. And my mindset was, I don't care if I get all, all, all the fame, the glory. I don't mm-hmm. care if I get all, you know, everybody praises me. What I want is to create a better community mm-hmm. for people like me on campus. And mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that I was focused on that goal other than my personal gain yeah. was what in turn gave me so much personal gain. Interesting. You know what I mean? That's really interesting. So like, instead of like chasing the fame instead of chasing like selfish reasoning you instead chase like something that would benefit the whole community yeah and therefore fame kind of chased after you in a way in, in a sense in it's, a sense, it's, so. the, it's the it's the philosophy of like giving yeah just give 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 
and then you don't even think about it because you're so focused on giving mm -hmm. and people feel compelled to just give give back no i respect that i respect that and i mean but like i said that wasn't even where my head is at it's just i owed so much to being a part of pbl mm -hmm. kind of changed my mentality and that i just wanted to give the same thing to other people and luckily luckily i was blessed with the right people at the right time who helped make it happen because I'm just the guy, you know, I'm just the guy with the vision. I'm the guy with the talking, but I needed, you know, it's always the second, the third, the fourth supporters that make everything happen. Because without them, you're just you. a crazy guy out in the street just talking. <laughs> I agree with you 100% on that, for sure. I mean, I have the same, like, concept. Other than me not, I was the guy who, who wanted to be the guy who knew everything. Looking back at it now, uh, I, and I, I'm completely honest, like, I was a guy who wanted to seem like he knew everything, mm. I, which is why I hardly asked for help. Because you think that's what's, what makes people respect you. Exactly, right? But in, in, in term, like, if you continue that facade, right, and by all means, like, I did not know shit, you know, I didn't know, mm -hmm. like, how to make forms, I don't mm -hmm. know, blah, blah, blah. And thank you, thank you to those, like, my, my, my VP of external, <laughs> internal, like, VP of fine, like, all those people, they knew how to do that be even before I did mm. and you know of course I get them thanks when if thanks were due but like I never really told them like yo I didn't I don't know how to do this you know you need to do this for me blah blah I just like hey you know I'd make excuse like oh you know I'm too busy to do this blah blah can you do this you know what I mean and like I had this now that you said that and I'm like exposing myself it's like I had the facade of like wanting to be someone that I wasn't or something like that I thought that people would respect but in the long term, I, I think it just hindered my growth, mm. you know, which I, why I ask you, like, if you could, I guess, look into your officer's mind or like think uh, how your officers would think like, what would they rate you as president of Los Angeles? Depends which officer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Man, yeah. Okay. well, um, yeah, it, it really does. Um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, on a, I think as a president, yeah. I did what I needed to do, mm. which was right. provide the vision, provide the motivation, and inspire others to do the work for mm. me. <laughs> That's why, you know, because yeah, yeah. honestly, God, I, I feel like I didn't really do that much. Um, mm. You know, I didn't, I didn't have the technical skills. I didn't have the experience. Um, and I, like, like you said, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, that's why I hit you up all the time, yeah. um, even for stuff like I, I need to see your constitution. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know the basis of what it is to run a club. Yeah. yeah. Um, but on a, yeah, it was the whole thing like in my head. It wasn't always that way at first. In my head, I thought I had to fake it till I made it. Mm. And I thought that's how I was going to get respect. And it got to the point where I really needed help. And I thought, OK, this is it. This is over. No, nobody's gonna think of me highly. They're all gonna know kind of like the joke I am, um, mm -hmm. and that I don't have anything to offer to the table. Damn, that's deep. And, but it, it in turn it was the complete opposite. Yeah, it was that people respected the fact that I knew nothing, mm -hmm. but worked so hard mm -hmm. to make something happen, mm -hmm. and that I was willing to not earn any of the recognition and to be vulnerable. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things about uh, being leaders, being honest and being vulnerable and you know, like accepting that. the fact like that. that you have your shortcomings. But then also, be, you can't just leave it at that and be like, I suck. <laughs> you know? It's I suck, but I am willing to get better. Mm. 
and you know acknowledging that in the beginning let's other you know let i had to do that yeah. because I, at some point in the fall semester i was trying to keep it together and all my officers were like why isn't this done why isn't this done? why don't we have this mm-hmm. you know other clubs are doing this mm-hmm. um why aren't we prepared for this and i was like i was so stressed i broke it down i was like guys i have no idea what i'm doing i laid down the exact thing it was like nothing in our club has been passed down this is all coming from my head on the spot. I'm sorry that I'm not more organized. I'm trying. I'm talking to state. I'm talking to national. I'm trying to figure this out. Bear with me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a journey. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm learning every step of the way. And after that conversation I had with them, it, it, I earned their respect. And I, I think it just comes and said, just clicked. It was like, oh, this guy isn't trying to act a certain way. Mm-hmm. He's struggling. And he's struggling for us. Ah, I get it. Okay. Um, okay. And so, you know, other officers, different mindset, but I think a lot of them kind of hopefully, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully saw that. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your um, relationships now with your officers? Do you talk to them on a daily basis? <laughs> for those, yeah, I, for for those of you listening on the podcast, I am drinking this wine. I'm drinking wine. It's it's actually nineteen percent from Wenty. Uh, um, it's called a port wine. It's a dessert wine. It's a red infused with uh-huh. brandy. If you use this code, uh, <laughs> he's plugging us. If, if you use this code, uh, Pajas Wenti, you'll get ten percent. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yes, I do like to drink. It, it loosens me up, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> Whoa, what are we talking about? <laughs> I think I had too much. Yeah. No. Uh, um, officers. 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 Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I love them. Yeah. How's your relationship? Your relationship. You still talk to them? You still speak to them? I try. I think I try to talk to them more than they want to talk to me. <laughs> okay, um, so you're just texting them. Hey, hey guys. Hey. But I have a deep admiration for most of them, <laughs> uh, for the people who did put in the work. Because you know, every now and then, because um, the situation I was in is a brand new club, and that's why I always envied you. Is that you had the foundation. Mm-hmm. And I know we went back and forth. Like yeah, you know, you envied me I because I was starting something new. I wanted yours. Yeah. Grass is always greener on the other side. It's true. Um, but. Yeah, I, we started out with five people. Mm-hmm. Me and another guy were the only veterans. Three mm-hmm. people, the other three people I've never met in my life. Okay. And I knew that in order to make my vision, my dream work, I had to be friends with the people I worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made a priority to get to know them, um, to really get to know them and, yeah. and find out what motivates them, yeah. what makes them happy, you know, figure out who they were and then how do I incorporate that into... That's crazy. And then also, it's just because my club was so yeah. small, yeah. basically everybody in my club was an officer. And so I couldn't really come down on people. That's, that's the weakness I have, too, is that mm-hmm. being able to, be, to flip the switch and be kind of strict. Mm-hmm. But I also felt that because it's a new club, because we don't have foundation, I can't say, hey, you're supposed to do this because someone will say, oh, but nobody else has done it. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? I didn't yeah. know this going in. And I can't blame them because there wasn't anything before. True. Well, some officers, you know. So how did, did you like implement your strictness, or how did you implement the rule for people who like, hey, you know? I wasn't strict. Um, okay. It bit me in the ass a couple times. Really? Yes. Like how so? Or like these? There has to be. You there has if you want to be efficient, if you want to hold people accountable, mm-hmm. there has to be that little barrier. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I was uncomfortable with that for mm-hmm. personal reasons and also just believing that I couldn't okay. because I felt like I would scare people away and then there goes my club. Uh, 
And so what I tried to do was just be nice, be love, really love my members. And personally, I love them, so it wasn't that hard. Um, But really motivate them and give them as many chances and just show that I'm willing to work with them. And then, you know, because a lot of officers weren't doing their job. And instead of me saying, you know, do your shit or you're fucking out, it's uh, it's more like, what can I do to help you succeed? Mm, What can I help you to do your job? What can I, how can I help you to do what you got to do, whether it's in the club or with life or with school. Wow, so you went deep, like personal with them. I mean, I put it in the Constitution. It is one of the most things I highlight the most yeah. under the roles of the president yeah. is before anything else, mm-hmm. uh, put the health, happiness, and success of every member, put it before everything else. And I think that's... Dude, that's deep. That's I really think good that's, that's what cool. a real president should do. Yeah. Um, and I think at the heart of it, that's how you really earn respect. Uh-huh. That doesn't come from authority, mm. you know, because it's a volunteer job. You know, you don't yeah. have, then you're not paying anybody. There's no real reason for them to listen to you, mm-hmm. um, especially in my position, because you know I wasn't having hookups in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, you know, any set. I couldn't really give anything to them mm-hmm. except me. Yeah. And so I wanted to leverage that as much as I can Wow! and so I mean it, it, for the most part it worked out yeah um, and I saw people really there are people who really were dedicated worked hard and outshone everybody and then but my officers my members who I appreciated the most were people who came in didn't think of it as anything didn't think of themselves as anything Mm-hmm. We're really struggling in school or struggling in just their social life. We're kind of lost. You know, in community college, it's, it's really easy to get lost. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it's a community school. You go to school, you go home, you go to school, you go home. Yeah. But what I've seen the beauty of this club is that you take these people, you give them an environment, a community where they can call home, and all of a sudden it just l- flips a switch in their head. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a kid who was, you know, a, a good friend of mine worked with him was about to drop out fall semester. Wow, okay. And we were having serious talks, and I'm like, man, just come to this conference. We'll sponsor you the whole way. Come to this conference. I want you to check it out. I want you to see what's out there. And then, and then after that, talk to me and see mm-hmm. if you still want to drop out again. You sponsored it. Well, sp- we sponsored everybody. <laughs> but, you know, that's the way I sell it. Yeah, yeah. And he came to the conference, and, you know, that's why I truly love conferences, is that it just changed his whole mindset. Mm-hmm. He's like, Ryan, oh, my God, I'm so thankful. I'm not even trying to, you know, brag, but, you know, he's just so thankful that he, you know, got to go to conference. He got to build these bonds. Mm-hmm. And next semester, he's taking three classes and succeeding. Wow. Taking it up in Dude. officer position, shows up to every ICC meeting. Wow. I'm going to, that, <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and. I like that. And uh, I have this, this girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know if she's like going to listen girl, to this. Like this girl, this girl, or like. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> Okay. No. No. <laughs> not not any. It's it's a. I. I that's a disrespectful <laughs> thing for me. Okay. You know. Yeah. I wanted to keep that Roger, separate. Roger. But she's yeah. a very lovely girl. Okay. Um. And she was my director. Fine. I created decorative. Uh, fine. Wow. And okay. but she came in as an art major. Knew mm-hmm. nothing about business. Wow. I met her at an ICC meeting. Mm-hmm. And I just you know I knew she was kind of quiet when I. I used to be kind of quiet too. And I know when people have something special to offer, but they're just a little hesitant to show it. Mm-hmm. So I talked to her, tried to invite her to a meeting. 
looked like she was looking for a community group to talk to. Mm -hmm. And over the course of these months, she just developed into a leader. Took up the role of director of fun, found ways to really bond us together, yeah. create social events where we get to know each other, have fun, and at conference, um, compete in public speaking. Never public, you know, spoke in her life. Dang. And she, uh, at one point before, right, like an hour or two before, she's, she, I asked her if she wants to go practice, and we go practice, she starts breaking down crying. Oh. And what's going on? Tell me about it. And she's, she's just so scared. She's never done anything before. Yeah. And I asked her, why did you want to do this in the first place? You know, if you had never done something about it before, did you want to win first, second place? It's like, no, I didn't care about winning. I just knew this was going to make me better. Yeah. Wow. And that just, oh, man, Dang, like that's deep. And so, like she, she was, she's never done anything like that before. And she wants to go out there, show some courage, but she wants to do something that she's never done before. Because, because of that, because of the group. And you know, that's what I wanted above all anything else. Mm -hmm. Focus on the community, because you know people come to something because they're interested in the benefits. Yeah. They're interested in the events but they stay because of the community. Mm, that's true. And so if I can't build that, if I can't create an environment where people love and respecting each other, then I don't have anything. Wow. No, that's, that's, that's really deep that you said all that because like now looking back onto me and you know, my turn, I'm just like, did I do those things that you're talking about? And you know, to be honest, whoever listens to this, you know, it's just all honesty and all authenticity. Authentic. I can't even say the word. We'll cut it out. We'll cut it out. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Authentic authenticity. There you go. Authenticity. Um, as far as like, okay, my first fall semester, yeah, I was. I, I came into the term wanting community, wanting like you know like fair for everybody and loving everybody. Like I just wanted to look out for every single individual in the club, no matter who it was. So my my main goal was to get like super close with VPs. Like that was my main goal. Like. Prioritize prioritize that <laughs> over anything. Um, what I came to find out, though, for myself, was that when I did that, the club itself starts not like do well. Mm. And I don't know what that was, and I keep thinking like over and over again. So then I was like, maybe that should have nev never been a priority. Rather, instead of prioritize that, prioritize the club and it, you know the content in the club. And through that, we would get closer, right? Through the hardships, through the competitions, and everything. Um, but for me, like, I think I lost that touch of community, like, in the middle of the semester, like, the transition from mm. fall to spring is, like, at DVC, it's so big. Like, the VPs are its own community, mm -hmm. and then the and then you have, like, the members are its own mm -hmm. community. And I don't know if, like, people who are listening to that feel that, too, or I don't know. But, like, for me, I felt that. And I felt that going in because someone, I was at um, <clears throat> Milk Tea Lab, Milk Tea Lab. Um, and I was speaking to the committee heads, hmm. the committee heads of uh, spring, and they were talking about how there was a, like a lack of community, a lack of, uh, you know, like w for the people, basically. You know, it's more just driven towards results, more driven towards like competition and everything. We wanted to be the best, and for me, that was just like the hardest thing because, like, at the same time, I also wanted respect. I knew I had nothing to give them. Like, I wasn't like, you know, like. I wasn't, I wasn't like my friends who can give them like Berkeley or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. something to go off their status. All I can give them is like my leadership and motivation and inspire them to do more, to be more. But I felt like in that I was insecure because I couldn't give anything. 
you know and that that's where i was i didn't want to be vulnerable in which is what you're making me think of is like dude like yeah you're right a leadership like a leader in general should be able to be vulnerable and ask for help and be and be wanting to grow with the people with them as well you're not on top of them you're growing with them hmm. right but they trust you to do that they they trust you that's why you're in the position in the first place so you got me th- thinking hella deep <laughs> about As it happens every time it does I, I, I honestly I want to talk to this guy you know I want to ask him for a beer and talk about girls but then yeah. here we are they were always <laughs> well, talking about leadership like, we, <laughs> we always get back to it and yeah. so like you know with leadership and, and being president who's who's now the president Nerol Desai he was uh, coming in it's going to be a second year Los Positas okay. uh, came in came from DECA and stuff okay um, but really proud of this guy and really excited what he's going to bring to the table because he has experience and also he has the culture and the foundation which I you know help create nice. so he has okay. all the stuff that I didn't have oh. and the, but he has the same mindset that I have wow so you found someone with the same mindset but just different traits that you didn't have that would complement the club see you know that's the thing people say I find people I got lucky they, they just showed up okay I got a, I got a deeper question for you do you think timing is everything what do you, timing, sense? like in, in a sense of like, to make things happen in the world, to make things work in the world, like timing in itself plays a big role in success and in. I I yes. think. I think you can do as much as you can, mm-hmm. for you to speed up your own process mm-hmm. and put you in the right position in the right time, but you can't do that for other people. Mm. What do you? Can you like it's uh you know the anal- uh, the analogy um. You can bring a horse to the water, but you can't make a drink. Hmm. I, I've never heard it, but it does make sense. <laughs> and so you can give all these opportunities. You can motivate them as much. But it's, it, uh, you know, ultimately, it's up to the person whether or not they want to take advantage of those opportunities, mm-hmm. whether or not they want to be better, mm. whether or not you know, they want to start being responsible for things or, you know, even just in life, whether or not somebody wants to choose to be happy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you can't. You can set things up in motion, make things more organized, and make it easier. Mm-hmm. But somebody has to make that decision for themselves. Otherwise, it's not, it's not going to be impactful. So, building off of that, you, us being both like former presidents, right? Leading someone to like a specific path that you would want them to go on, but them not taking it, do you have the right to be mad? The right to be angry at that? Or like have emotional attachments? No. You shouldn't. No. And you know, I was talking to this guy about this. Mm-hmm. Um, really lucky I met him. His name is Moni Knopf. Mm-hmm. He's a big real estate guy in Livermore. Nice. Um, really heavily involved in the community. Had, like co-founder of this nonprofit alliance mm-hmm. in the Tri-Valley. Yeah, you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, uh, I just came from a, a board meeting at his place. Lovely, lovely place mm-hmm. out in Livermore. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, okay, I'm going to go off on a tangent. No, go ahead, please. Um, excuse me. But uh, it was such a great experience because of the fact that I was extremely nervous. And it was one of the first times in a while where I was kind of the, the amateur at the table. And I didn't really know what to say. And then I was just surrounded by like these leaders and innovators. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> just, oh this is <laughs> I'm, I'm so out of my league. But I think it's very important to be put ourselves in positions hmm. where we're out of our league. Maybe we'll come back to that in a bit. Yeah, but um, but really great guy, and uh, he came and spoke at one of my events, yeah. um, or one of our last events, 
and he talked about networking and the importance of following up and okay. this is at Las Pesitas? You for a PBL? It was um it was for Las Pesitas PBL. Okay. But it was at the Switch, which is a local incubator in Livermore. Um, who the executive director is an LPC alumni. So it just oh, wow. worked out extremely worked supportive. Out. Okay. Um, and we had, it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. We had a, like a panel mm-hmm. to, um, you know, from Livro Chamber of Commerce, the Dean of Business, um, Moni, you know, all, all these great groups. All the um, yeah, he was talking about networking and what he talked about, uh, the importance of following up. And I was like, huh, why don't, who not better to practice following up <laughs> Then with this guy, he seems like a really great guy to know. So I followed up with him, um, and he came and sat, co- you know, had coffee with me. Yeah. Um, and I asked him because I was really that was one of the things I had trouble with mm. was that people were not rising to the standard which I hoped they would. Mm. Yes, um, yes, exactly. Or that you know, no matter how much motivation, no matter how much empowerment I can, you know, yeah. you can do it. Go, go, go. <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't. Okay, I get that. And he told me later, very, very flat on the table, uh-huh. you're wasting too much energy trying to change people. Mm-hmm. You should use that energy in finding the right people. Damn. <laughs> wow. Can you say that one more time? Say it slowly. <laughs> just make sure like everyone you're, just listens You're wasting to that, too much energy uh-huh. trying to change people when you should be spending that energy finding the right people. Mm. Did he expand on that a little bit more? Like- it's about like in the hiring process. Yeah. You know? And the importance of finding really talented people, really people who have the same mindset as you, so you don't have to worry about that part. Mm. And now you can manage, now you can motivate people who are gonna do it anyways, they just yeah. need the extra support. Mm. Instead of taking someone who maybe doesn't see it yet. Mm. And it's, it's so hard to make them see something that they don't see for themselves. Mm, that is very true. Um, and yeah, it's, mm. that just blew my mind. And um, it, it's kind of like the hard truth, and and also too is that you need to set the expectation from the beginning. Mm. Like you can't say, "All right, guys, we're gonna have a fun year. It's, I'm so excited to work with you." Blah blah blah. And then switch midway. Then uh, two months in, you're like, "I need you to do this report, and you do this." Blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. And you're like, "Whoa, I didn't sign up for this, bro." Yeah. You know. That's true. That's and that that's on you. Yeah. And so that's the things you have to deal with as a leader, but. Mm-hmm. It's hard, man. Sorry, drinking water, but I have a question for you now. And it's not a mainly, I mean, yeah, leadership, whatever, but um, your friends, your best friends. I don't know if you've ever had a best friend or a friend. I do. Yeah, I like do. Great guy. Great Ale- guy. Ale- Alexis Savalo. He'll probably be tuning in nice, on this. Nice, nice. So, well, I don't know if this would be tuned in, but have you ever had somebody in your life that you were super close with, that you've been friends with for so long, maybe like since kindergarten or someone, yeah. right? you still thought to, and you guys just... Like, you, you want to change that person. Like, you want to see them change, but they just never change in the way you expect them to. Right? So do you, do you apply what you just told me to find someone, you know, better and new to, to, you know, help your own growth? Or do you stick with that one person and let that one person still stay in your life? Because you remember talking about, like, it's who you hang around? You, you are amazing at asking questions, huh? What is this, 40th, 40th, 50th episode? It shows, it shows. Um... I, I was just thinking about this the other day. Funny thing you asked. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, in the essence of friends, I think the best friends mm-hmm. will realize who you are and appreciate you for who you are mm. and don't expect you to be anything different. 
And so that's how I treat my relationships is that I will appreciate you for who you were either at that time or who you are now. Mm-hmm. But and it's okay if you're not on this journey with me. Mm-hmm. You'll still be my friend. Um and there's you know I have a lot of close friends who I don't really talk to anymore. Yeah. Doesn't mean things went sour. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you know, I don't like them. It's just we're going on separate paths. But I do appreciate them because at some point in time we were in the same path together and we had a great experience and we had a great time. Mm-hmm. And that's where friendship comes out from. But, you know, as we're going our own separate ways, we have to keep surrounding ourselves with, a, with five to ten people who are just that one step above. Mm-hmm. And surrounding ourselves with people who have the same mindset yeah. so that we can be more just like them. And maybe then we outgrow them. Then we get into another circle. Mm, and that's like the evolution yeah. of life. But then I still have those friends who I, I talk to every now and then. We're not, no, no way we're going to you know, go in the same place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, different paths, different. But I have a great time with them. Of course. And that's because I'm not asking them to be, hey, want to, you know, be a yeah. state officer with me? <laughs> Hey, want to go to this, you know, government event, you know, like some, you want to go to this meeting with me? Yeah. No, it's just, hey, you want to hang out, grab a beer, mm-hmm. you know, smoke a little blunt or something, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. just appreciate them for who they are. Okay. And I find it so weird, like people who want another person to be something else. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you just find somebody, who, you know, and why don't you just spend time, find, you know, find somebody who is like that. Yeah. Not, you can't have somebody be your, your everything. I mean, you, you can. That's what you know, the whole relation <laughs> thing is. But yeah. you can't expect that out of something. And um, I know you want to ask me something, but let me just go no, on this no, little no, road on, on, on thing. On, on. Uh, it's something uh, that I've, I've discussed with um, you know, a lot of my friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of people at school I've talked to. It's so weird. After I took up this leadership position, I found myself being a mentor to other people nice. even though I didn't think I had the qualifications to people just okay. started coming up to me talking to me asking for advice well, I can see it with all of my but yeah. they're asking it's like Ryan I'm having such a tough time and it's like I had to deal with like depression and mm-hmm. you're know, trying to be there for other people and well, there's this one person who is really having a hard time because their friends were suicidal oh, and really true. asking that person for help yeah Trying to see like, oh my God, you're my best friend. Why can't, you know, can you help me with this issue that I'm having? Mm-hmm. And it was just making life so difficult for that person. And there has to be a point where you realize that a person can't be everything for you. You know, uh, I use this analogy when it comes to like mental health. Because I've had my own mental health issues that I needed to take care of. Okay. But it got bad before because I was expecting my friends to fix them for me. Because wow. I had such a close bond, yeah. I think if they can't help me, who can? Wow. But the idea if if you break your bone, mm-hmm. if you break a bone, who do you go to get it fixed? Your friend or your doctor? Your doctor. Yeah. Your doctor. Yeah. So if you have a an issue that you're working out mentally, uh-huh. you're having trouble with whether you know it's it's just a situation or it's something more serious like depression, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna fix it for you? Your friend. Or professional professional definitely yeah yeah and so there's people and people are gonna play a specific role in your life mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean they're gonna play all the role in your life wow. and it's okay if they just play one role you wow. can still appreciate yeah. them for that yeah you know I I'm glad that you brought that up because like when I listen to like other podcasts and I listen to other like people speak 
you know, it's like surround yourself with like, you know, people that will make you better, right? Surround yourself that will make. And to be honest, when I when I used to think of that, <laughs> go, go on. Yeah, go, go on. <laughs> when, I, when I used to think of that, I used to think of okay, like one person is gonna bring me up in many in like in all the ways that you can think of, right? Career, personal success, like whatever it is, like personal happiness. And you're definitely right about that. Like I have friends who that I would just want to hang out with, play a little Fortnite on the background. I have friends who I'd like to talk to, deep talk, mm-hmm. and just like expand knowledge on on a different bases. I have friends who would just like I would just be okay with the company just being right there yeah you know because it's just comforting knowing that they're there but you're totally right about different roles and you're being okay with one person playing with one role rather than one person finding one person to play a multiple like a variety of roles that will help you succeed in the future you know what i'm saying and that goes back to you to that quote that that you're what a mentor mentor now Getting there. I, I, I really don't understand how mentors and mentees work. That's something I'm really like nervous about. It's like, do you just go up and say, hey, do you want to be my mentor? Or, yeah. But I, I think it's getting there. Yeah, okay. It's getting there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, going back to that quote where he says like, you know, don't waste your energy changing people. Wait, you know, use your energy, utilize your energy on finding the right people. Right? Find the right people for these roles. If they're not, if, if a friend is not in the right role in your life, like, do you think you could like switch them over to say, hey, you know, like <laughs> this, you know, maybe we could start doing this a little bit more. But like now you got me thinking, you know, now you got me thinking like, huh, like where are my friends at in my life? Like what roles do they play in my life? And if I still want them in my life, right, can they be something different for me? Like would they, would their skill, skill set, sorry, I don't know any other word, lack of words, skill set be beneficial for my life mm-hmm. in this role, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. So that I mean that being a leader and a best friend, that's pretty deep. Now I got another question for you. Is it right? Would it be right? Okay, say say your friend, I'm gonna give you like a little uh, scenario. Say your friend is going down. Oh, it's like I'm taking a multiple you know a multiple a, a, not a multiple choice, like a, t- a test, like a psychology <laughs> test. Jeez. Hey, I'm a psychology professor. <laughs> go on, go on. Um, so say your friend is going down like a road and, and like this friend of yours, like you know this road to them. You, your values, your your mindset says, hey, like this friend of yours is not going to be happy going down this road, okay? And it's like red light. Say, for example, we'll talk about love, right? Your friend is about to go into a relationship that's toxic as hell. This girl is like toxic as heck, in your opinion, and you would not want him to go through with it. Would you sabotage it, or would you let him roll through with it and you know, like, experience what he has to experience? But you guys are on best friend terms. I would, I would not sabotage it until it gets to a really like shit scenario where it's like, uh, I don't want to say life or death, but mm-hmm. where it's really going to be really, really bad. I wouldn't step in because if I were to, and just it just I feel bad about like controlling another person's life. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. Then also they wouldn't be able to learn something from it. Mm. And they probably get pissed at me because they they're still hanging on to the chance that oh it might have worked out if you didn't do any if you didn't do anything. Yeah. But then they need they need to play it out. You know if they don't see it because I'm telling them mm-hmm. they need to go through it themselves. Mm-hmm. And at that point that's on them. I can't be you know I can't be responsible for other people. No. Uh, that's that's something that's made me so much happier. Really? How so? Like- so much stress free. <laughs> Is that I can I can yes so man man because and that's the beauty honestly I if you guys don't 
troubling with things, even if you're in a good spot, talk to a therapist, find somebody. Because mm-hmm. even if you're not really like dealing with something, it's just they help you change your perspective. And one of my things was that I was struggling and stressing out so much because I thought I, I was feeling guilty for other people. Mm. Like, why couldn't I do this? Why couldn't I do this in time? Why, why couldn't I help them? And it was just stretching me out so thin and I was feeling so depressed about it. Yeah. yeah. But then the therapist threw it back. was like, why do you feel so guilty? It's not your life. It's theirs. Why do you need to feel responsible for them? Dude, that's... Man, who's it there? Who's it there? I need at, the the, like, at the I, school. I, 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 I tried to go through Kaiser. Not, not to knock on Kaiser. They have excellent medication and stuff. But <laughs> I wouldn't That's suggest going to corporate for a therapist or anything. But the school provides eight yeah. free sessions. Um, if you use this code, LPC. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but they give cool. eight free sessions. I met yeah, this guy, yeah. Peter. Oh, these just changed the way I think. Mm-hmm. And... You know, honestly, you can love and care for someone as much as you can, mm-hmm. um, but you got to cut it off at that. You got to realize they're going their own life. Whatever they do, do whatever they do, it's on them. It's not on me. I did my best, wow. and it's not fair for me to kind of shape and mold their life. Yeah, I can give as much advice. I can do be there every step of the way. I can provide support, but you know, if you fuck up, it's it's on you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to hold your hand. It, no, we, yeah, we, yeah, we shouldn't be holding each other's hands. We shouldn't, exactly. I mean, you know, maybe in church, but not yeah. <laughs> but um, no. So like, changing someone's life and having the influence. Um, I'm going to switch, kind of swerve through the topics a little bit, but like, I remember talking about this with you. Is I have a lot of well, for me, my emotions and my like, you know, how I react is off of other people's emotions, right? It's because I give them the power to have power in my life to you know control my emotions i'm already thinking go on go on on. control who i am and control what i do and i've been really trying to fix that right i've been really trying to just say hey you know andrew like whatever they say whatever they do whatever however they act or react to this it's not going to have a personal effect on me don't take it personally kind of thing you know but and that's something that i've been working on (laughs) i'm still not the perfectionist at it but for you like i want to know does do things do do people what people do does it affect you does it have like a big influence on how you play out your life? It used to. Mm. Used to I used to be extremely self-conscious. And I would, I felt like I couldn't bring the energy that I needed. So I would play off other people's energy. Mm. And I was really reliant on other people to dictate the way that my life was. Okay. Whether it's what direction I was going, how I was feeling, you know. But again, talking to a therapist... Um, and also, I'll lay it out. I, I think I've told you before, but um, I, I'm bipolar. Mm. And I didn't realize that for the longest time. And it just took so many times of realizing, like, just feeling like shit for no reason. It was mm-hmm. like, uh, maybe, you know, instead of me going to my friends, it was me going to the you know, professional and being like, hey, I think something's up. Yeah. Um, regardless of the fact, um, you know, I, I, I let people control me too much. Mm-hmm. And again, it was making me miserable. But... The, the fact that you brought that up is something that I'm trying to learn so hard right now. It's the you know, it's sto- stoicism. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked yeah, to you about you it before. Did. But did you want to explain it? What yeah, is? yeah. So stoicism is kind of... I, I don't want to read it off a dictionary. It's, <laughs> no, I'm still yeah. learning. It's hard to explain. But it's the idea of removing your emotions from your reactions. Mm. And so I think the 
quote in my head that really personifies this or explains this is that you aren't responsible for your first thought Mm -hmm. but you are responsible for your second thought and first action that's so powerful can you say that one more sorry this is super (laughs) valuable but say that one more time okay okay let me see if i can remember (laughs) well two glasses of wine deep (laughs) um you aren't responsible for your first thought Mm -hmm. but you are responsible for your second thought and your first action and so you know people are going to do some head ass shit people are going <laughs> to sure. disrespect you and yeah. on, naturally you're going you're going to be defensive yeah. you're going to take it back but you need to sit down and really realize is it worth it for me to get into this is it worth it for me to be mad does it, does this even does this person even going to have an effect on my life another another uh quote is um you know, you would be so mad if you let your body out to anybody who asked on the street. Wow. Right? Yeah. You, no, if somebody asks, like, hey, can I use your body? And you're like, no, fuck you. Yeah. So why do you lend your mind to anybody who asked? Oh, it, uh, you're killing me with codes here, dude. This, yeah. This is a goldmine, right? Yeah. It's like, that's cool. No, no, no. Go on. If you're on Reddit, go r slash stoicism. <laughs> this is not coming from me. I'm just, I'm Man. the messenger. Good, but it's really yeah, it's the idea not to give people power over your mind, over mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it's such an important lesson to learn. And I think, you know, just overall, you'll be a lot happier, a lot better person out of it. Because you then you get to the point where you realize, I don't have to be a part of this. Yeah, this doesn't have to involve me. Mm-hmm. This argument, this whatever, this energy, I don't. Not everything that happens in the world, I need to be a part of. And you just, you shed a little bit of responsibility and you're like, okay, I can focus on the things that really matter to yeah. me. Okay. I can focus on things that make me happy and not the things that make me angry. I was just talking to my best friend about this. He had rightful reason to be mad. This girl was treating him like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter how many times he tried to step, because he cared about this person. Yeah. yeah um, sure. And was really trying to help them out and was trying to be there every step of the way and the person just kept letting him down sending mixed signals not even on a relationship level but just, just like who, who who you are you know yeah. just disrespecting him yeah. at the point where he's still still waiting on them and i and and, and we're driving to his place and he goes if, if this if she comes at me again i'm gonna i'm gonna get up to her i'm gonna stand my ground mm-hmm. and i'm tired of this shit and i realized and i talked to him i was like why do you need to be defensive why do you need to associate yourself with that problem? Why don't you just walk away? Why don't you just not deal with that person ever again? Mm-hmm. And, what and so he was, we were getting heated argument, heated yeah. argument. Yeah. And he settled down and was like, fuck, man. You know, I, why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. Right? Because one, you probably make yourself look like a fool. Mm-hmm. You know, you've let your emotions take control over you. And now you don't really have control of your decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, put you in a bad light. And then too now you're just wasting time and energy and now you're just angry yeah. for something that you could just be like i don't give a shit about you anymore i'm gonna do this i get that and so i feel like a lot of people are getting mad you know for, for no reason I like stupid stuff that they shouldn't yeah. be getting mad at not stupid stuff but like definitely things that can make your life if you decide to move on from it a little bit better no there's toxic people out there mm-hmm. let them be toxic yeah you know I get that. Don't give them the benefit of 
you of, like of letting them know they have influence over you. Yeah. So I feel like that's what toxic people feed out of, right? Okay. Yeah. They want that reaction. They do want the reaction. They and want that, that that feeling that oh, no matter what I do, somebody's still gonna try and save me. Like no, fuck you. Go yeah. go in your little corner. Yeah. And I think in that turn, it helps those type of people also realize like maybe shit I'm not getting what I want maybe I am the asshole and and maybe maybe it changes their mind maybe yeah. it doesn't I don't care no, I, I, I'm gonna build off of that real quick I and mean, it kind of goes on to something else but like having to give someone a reason I don't know if, um, but to explain more like a lot of people in your life will ask why are you doing this mm. right like for example your friend if he decided to ditch that girl that was so toxic in his life he would most people and I, I'm guilty of this would have to think of a reason a valid reason a logical reason on why he did that to her does that make sense like most people think that way most people think like okay I need a valid reason on why I'm gonna do about this but what I'm about to say is one you don't need to give anyone any reason you don't have to tell your reasoning to people they're not you know like they I don't know the lack of better words, but like they don't need your reasoning when mm. they're they can live without it, right? Some people are just nosy, some people just want to know like your reasoning for behind things. But when you don't have to explain yourself to everyone, there's one thing it's like I get you know, you got like we have like as young adults and college students, we have this like ego that sometimes you want to uh, bring to other people in our lives and everything. But if you want to make a decision for yourself to make yourself happy. That should be the only reason that is justification on why you should do that action hmm. you know like yeah. it shouldn't be anything else it shouldn't be you know because i think she would benefit off like make some bs statement that a lot of people do is like oh i think this would be happy there x y and z it's like no this is this is, would make me happy this would make me happy and i think a lot of people don't get that in their head is like no one deserves to tell you what makes you happy and what doesn't they don't live your life mm-hmm. You live your life yourself. You know? Will, uh, Will Smith said this the most. And I look up to Will Smith. Look Will at his Smith family. Look at his family. Look at his relationship with who, what, his, his son with another wife. And then look yeah. at his relationship. He brought that into his family um, with, uh, with uh, Jaden and Willow. Uh-huh. And now look at the relationship he has with his wife. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful couple. I've seen, I've seen a lot and of I've, I've heard them talk about you know, their relationship. Mm-hmm. And one of the best moments... For them was realizing that they could not be responsible for the other person's happiness mm-hmm. and so that they had to be responsible for their own but in turn that makes the relationship so much better mm-hmm. because they're not really relying on each other to fix them they're fixing them and then all they bring to the table is just good positive energy yeah that is yeah. very true yeah one plus one equals two equation it takes two people to manage a relationship Mm. I get, I get that. All right, so we are at well. Usually I end at like forty five. Now it's fifty. But um, no, I must be no, must be special. This, this is <laughs> special episode. But no, um, before what? we end the podcast. Oh today, shoot, <laughs> it's all good. No, um, uh, before I end, yeah, before we end the podcast today, um, Ryan, I know you've spit a lot of knowledge on this podcast. You'll have spit knowledge on a lot of these people, and if they have any questions, obviously they can hit you up. Um, but you have an Instagram one. An Instagram that people can follow you at, or you're comfortable sharing, like a social media platform. Um. So yeah, okay. it's called. Uh, so it's G O T, S M A, 
S-H-E-D, got smashed. And if you ever need an iPhone fixed um, or repaired, this is my buddy, use the, use the code, text the code GOTPAJES, G-O-T-P-A-J-E-S, and he'll give you a great deal. He'll give you 10% off on any of your iPhone needs with screen, battery. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I did my research. I came prepared. <laughs> I'm getting paid. Okay, I know. I know. It's usually the the host that does it, but I'm the guest. I'm flipping the switch. Um, but I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. no, if you, <laughs> dude, you can honestly, honestly, you can plug your friend. Plug your, yeah, hey. so, <laughs> got smashed. If you need your phone, iPhone fix, yeah. he'll hook it up. Okay, tell him you heard it from me, your boy Ryan. Um, but <laughs> yes. So if you want to find me, if you want to stalk me, I really don't have anything to show. But Ryan Alazagi. Um, you gotta spell that out. I don't even know how to spell it out. R was it R Y R Hopefully R Y A N Ryan. Yep. E L A Z as in Zyger. E G U I. So Ryan Alazagi, R Y A N E L A Z E G U I. Awesome. And that's my name for everything. I don't try to Hopefully yeah, I don't. I mean, if you have a nickname, by all means, like you can share that too. But I do. I do have a nickname. What's your it's, nickname? It's, it's a whole story. It's okay, a okay. E nasty. E nasty. Yeah. Okay, we'll say that. We'll say that. We'll say that next yeah, time. Next, next time. time. E nasty. That's 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 cool though. Yeah. All right, guys. So you heard it from Ryan, guys. Former Los Pasillas president, amazing friend, amazing host, amazing everything. Because he is a very knowledgeable man, as you guys can tell. A lot of quotes, but he also has. I mean, just like every human, we all have our flaws. I have my flaws. He has his flaws. Um, but we're just living in our lives. We're trying to be the best people that we can be. Um, and so thank you, Ryan, for being on this podcast. Thank you for Thank you so much for having me. I've, I've been asking. No, I haven't. I've, actually, let me put this to me. I haven't asked him, but I've been really wanting to be on this yeah. for so long. I so thank no. you so much for giving me this opportunity. It was really fun. Yeah, no. I, and like <laughs> I have chocolate to my left. <laughs> and then you got, you got wine. I got beers in the fridge. That's um, cool. That's cool. But um, yeah, guys, so thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for always the support and the love toward the podcast. Um, if you guys have any, want any more updates on this podcast, it happens weekly. Um, hashtag VibeWPahez on Instagram. Um, that's also an Instagram page. Or if you guys don't know my Instagram, it's at AlohaPahez, A-L-O-H-A-P-A-J-E-S. So go ahead and follow me, guys. Um, thank you guys so much. You guys are wonderful. We will see you guys next time. Peace out.